Welcome to another episode of Wendy Says Things. So the title of this is You Don't Get to Win, which seems like, oh my gosh, this is not going to be uplifting at all, but bear with me. In trauma recovery, one of the things to understand is that you don't get to win. You don't get to wake up one day and the trauma is gone. Boom. <laughs> that doesn't happen. So you can't look back. You're never going to look back and the trauma is going to be gone. What you, and it's not a battle to fight. It's not something to win. So when I say you don't get to win, that's because I want to break down the expectations of what it means uh, to really be living in the fact, like to understand what trauma recovery is. That you don't, it's recovery from the trauma that's never, the trauma is always going to be there. In that when you look back and you remember those things that happened that were traumatic. Um, and this can be uh, a traumatic loss, a deep grief that never seems to heal. Um, it can be something bad that happened to you, um, whatever. If it caused trauma to you, whether it was physically or emotionally or financially, there's no looking back and it's gonna be gone, poof. So, but it's also, it's not a battle. And it's not a game, okay? So we talk a lot of times about how, well, we got dealt a bad hand. Sometimes you do. You get dealt a bad hand. You get dealt a losing hand, and you're going to lose that round. You know, I've talked about, in previous episodes, I've talked about how sometimes your only options, like all the options available that you can see are just garbage. And when that's the case you just choose the one that's the least garbagey that gives you the best advantage for having future choices that are better to the best of your ability and i've talked a lot about experimenting like try this try that um come at uh, an old problem in a new way to see if you can make it better so i talk a lot about it, the experimentation of it and the reason that you can get away with experimenting with it and making mistakes or quote unquote wrong choices is that in the future you know like eventually you understand that you can make a different choice the next time the, the opportunity arises. So I want to talk to you instead of um, looking at trauma like it's a battle and that one day you wake up <laughs> and you fought the good fight and you've won. And with trauma recovery, you don't get to win. With trauma recovery, you get opportunities. You get the opportunities to make different choices, to um, cultivate new habits. You get to opportunity to think about things differently, to change your perspective on them. Um, I, when I was in college, um, I, was, uh, I went to a couple different colleges, but um, let's see. At the time that I'm thinking about, I was here in Bloomington, Indiana. I was living on 7th Street. I was taking um, religious studies courses, 
But on the side, I was working on this paper. Gosh, it was like 40 pages long about how if we could change our perspective of what happens to us, could we begin to heal um, the things that happen to us? And what I've seen, what I have seen, this was like 30 some years ago, so what I've seen since then is that this has become kind of mainstream in counseling and psychological circles. So the framing of the things that happened to us in the past, so you don't get to change what happened to you in the past. What you can change is how you look at it, what you can see from it, what you can bring from it that reinforces the idea of your own creativity, your own problem-solving skills, your own resilience, your own ability to survive um, difficult circumstances. And if you can focus on the positive things that show you your own strength, your own flexibility, your own whatever it is that you've cultivated in order to survive. Now, some of the things that we cultivate to survive, the coping mechanisms and um, the way that we interact with other people, some of those, as we grow, we can let them go. We have to learn to let them go because they're not healthy. They like got us through that time. And the thing is, whether it's um, physical security, so you take a bunch of self-defense classes, or whether it's emotional security, so you shut down and you don't want to be intimate or get close to people. So those coping mechanisms, we can learn to kind of break them down. It's like once you realize you have learned the self-defense, once you realize you know how to close down emotionally with someone who's not safe, then the opposite is true, that you can walk through life knowing that you know how to defend yourself so you don't have to be defensive. I'm going to say that again. You walk through life knowing that you know how to defend yourself so you don't have to be constantly defensive. And you know that if the occasion arises where you need to defend yourself either physically or emotionally or financially, that you have the awareness and the know-how to handle that situation. So the other thing it gives you is this ability to cultivate the opportunity to cultivate the awareness of knowing when things start starting to go south whether it's in a relationship or a dynamic and you start to think whoa this is not going to work and so you can take that overthinking that you might have developed and create a plan create a like, okay, so this looks like it might go south, and it might go south this way or that way. There's a couple ways it could go bad. It's not quite there yet. So if these things start to happen, then I have this plan. You can write it down, you know, like in, in a journal if you have one. Someplace safe, you know. And you can say, if things start to go bad in this way, here's what I can do about it. And maybe you do it, and maybe you don't. You get like, you know, blindsided. Um, in those cases, you can say like, oh wow, that was really uncomfortable. <laughs> I really did not like that. 
Um, I might have seen the signs sooner if I had, and then you go back and you think about what happened. Um, you think about if there were tells or signs that it was gonna go south. And you think, oh, okay, so maybe I could have tried this. And if you're not sure what you could have tried, this is when it's good to have a sounding board, like a therapist or a group of friends, where you can say, like, I really didn't know, I didn't have any idea that this was coming down. And now when I look back, I think these might have been signs of it, but I honestly, I don't know what I could have done different. So you don't get to win the battle. There's no battle. Actually, the bat there is a battle, but the battle is the battle that you've created within yourself to think that you should be healed, period. That the trauma should be over and done with and in the past and never, you never have to think about it or look at it again. And what's true with trauma recovery is that you get these plateaus, you get these periods of time where you don't have to really deal with it too much. Um, but that's not the end of the story because something might come along and be like, ooh, that reminded me of something that I hadn't remembered or that's not completely healed or I didn't realize I'd have a reaction to that. Um, and that gives you another opportunity to deal with it. But it's not a battle. And that fighting that we have with ourselves that, that like, we failed somehow at recovering from our trauma because something came up and we had to deal with it again. It's not a failure, okay? It's not a failure. You, you deal with things as they come up and you don't have to go hunting for it or seeking it out. I mean, you can if you want to. You can go through like an intensive period of, of journaling and or, you know, like a workshop or you can go to a retreat and you can say like okay I'm gonna really try to get a handle on some of what's going on and this is really good especially if you have like you're not coping well or it's a kind of um, acute situation but a lot of trauma trauma recovery um, is more of a chronic condition that has flares if you think of it like that it's a chronic condition that has flares and you do your self-care uh, just like you would do like if you have a sore like an old injury like I have an old knee injury and I walked an hour and a half yesterday and Oh boy in the afternoon my knee started to hurt. I'm like, why is that hurting? I'm like, oh, yeah That's that old injury and I just got it a little bit tired and now it's sore in that little spot so trauma recovery is kind of like that is that If you stretch yourself and overextend a little bit you might have something come up that needs to be dealt with, but you have the tools and you have the skill to deal with it. And the, the biggest caution that I have is that when it flares up, it's, again, it's not a failure. And if you look at it like, oh my gosh, now this is a trauma thing I have to deal with and I, I'm no good at this, da da da. Now you're in a downward spiral. So, if you understand that trauma recovery has these plateaus, they have periods of time where they flare up and you're like, ooh, oh boy, and you have a plan or you have a way that generally helps you kind of cope with those, those flare-ups, you know, just like when you're sick, you have a plan when you get sick, you know, okay, I'm, I, I get sick in this way, I'm going to have soup and I'm going to make sure to get enough sleep and, you know, I really like soothing music or for me, I like to play video games when I'm sick. And these things help me um, 
get through a period of sickness. So if you have a trauma recovery flare-up, knowing that there are things that you can do for self-care, um, for self-soothing, for the acute situations, um, like keep track of it. You tried this and it, it worked okay. You tried that and that worked better. And keep track of the things that work really well and experiment with the things that, with new ways of doing it or ask other people, you know, are you getting enough sleep? What helps you sleep? Um, how do you regulate your emotions? It's not a battle. So you don't have to fight yourself and you don't have to be down on yourself because, oh my gosh, now you're feeling angry. Okay. I mean, anger is normal. Like everyone gets mad about things now and then. And when you've been traumatized, that anger can feel threatening or dangerous. or And that may be because um, anger management, like, knowing what to do with those emotions. It's okay to kind of, to not do nothing. <laughs> like really, to just let them be. Like, you just sit with it for a little bit. Um, write it out, journal it out. Uh, the work of Katie Bryan is actually really good for deconstructing um, the truths about your emotions and the thoughts that you have in connection with them. So it, you start to ask yourself, well, is that true? Like, nobody cares about me. Hmm. Is that true? Or is that a pattern? Is that a habitual thinking? Um, is that a place that you go to when you have a flare-up? And so you can start to be like, those absolute statements, um, you can begin to de deconstruct them a little bit. So if you haven't um, looked at some of her stuff, that's, that's a good place to go for like decoupling the thought patterns that are attached to the emotional state and you want to kind of break those apart so that when you get the one it doesn't mean the other so this battle that rages inside you that that you think that has to be one can be transformed into an allowing you allow yourself to feel angry you allow yourself to be sad because you were traumatized and that's a sad thing. And that's a, an anger-invoking thing. Like, no one should have to go through that. You know, it's unfair. And it's not right. And it's okay to have really strong feelings about having had to survive something that shouldn't have happened. You know, when someone's mistreated you, um, and you've suffered for it, and you're scared, of course, you would have strong feelings about that. So there's no need to be down on yourself or be angry with yourself because you're having strong emotions to something bad that happened to you. That's a normal response to that. So then it's kind of weathering the storm. It's taking shelter. It's creating shelter um, and allowing that storm to pass. Um, in a way that keeps you safe. So that's why you never get to win, because it's not a battle, because it's more about cultivating growth and forward vision, creating um, a safe space, a safe way of allowing that storm within you to work its way out. So those are my thoughts on 
and what I've been thinking about um, because it, sometimes it does it seems unfair like you didn't have <laughs> I remember talking to my friends and like I didn't really have a chance so the fact that I've accomplished anything that I've survived um, defies the odds but when I look around and I meet other people who have survived trauma maybe it's not as rare as I thought and that's actually a hopeful thing not that so many people have um, had to survive trauma but that so many people now are finding their way through the trauma um, and are there to reflect the fact that it's possible to grow and to develop um, to cultivate a sense of contentment of peacefulness um, of success however that's defined successful relationships um, which are ones that that last that are satisfying um, <laughs> maybe maybe you don't get to win but maybe you can still plant seeds that are hopeful um, that are full of vision for a better way like really envisioning how things can be better for you um, and then finding the steps that it can take to get there these are things um, I really hope that you've been able to do I hope my podcast helped um, you may have noticed if you've gone back through and listened to some of the older ones that they've taken away um, the advertisement so I get zero money for doing a podcast now not even a penny for my thoughts <laughs> which so I was like oh yay I'm not making any money now I can put another podcast out <laughs> there's no pressure um, so far to date in um, absolute transparency my podcasts have brought in two dollars and nineteen cents um, <laughs> and Spotify has changed it so now advertisements won't run unless you have like at least a hundred listeners so it's kind of interesting that they changed it. They didn't really announce that they changed it. They kind of discovered it um, by accident. So I was kind of, you know, they don't get to run my ads. They get this little burp of like, hey, maybe an announcement to let me know that the parameters have changed. But anyway, like I said, you don't get to win. <laughs> but you do have opportunities. So I hope that um, the opportunities that come your way um, the opportunities that you cultivate or you discover, keep your eyes open, keep connecting with other people, keep connecting with yourself. And I, I hope you have a great week coming up. I still may not be podcasting regularly because um, I've had a lot of life changes lately. Um, thank you for trying to tuning in to Morning Session.